This is a HeadGum Original. Splish splash! <laughs> Welcome to the pit wall. Oh, very good, very wow, good. Another wet it. episode. <laughs> That's right. Maybe the wettest episode yet. Extreme uh, wets. This one. Yes. Welcome to the pit wall. It's a an F one podcast for casual fans. I'm your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm joined by Andrew Pyle. A.K.A. Andrew Pileup? That's what I said last time, yeah. <laughs> That's what he said last time, and he's sticking, sticking to it. Sticking with it, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, I have no Jake's Hurwitz. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why change something that's perfect? I'll never be updating my nickname. <laughs> and Marika, I haven't decided yet, Brownlee. I have one. Oh, <laughs> I'm uh, Marika hashtag to the max Brownlee, <laughs> and I'm joining the Orange Army. No! Oh, oh wow! Whoa. Just kidding. Defection. Thank but God. I'm considering it. <laughs> Setting up for next season. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say the same thing. I low key don't hate that because it's fun to root for a winner. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Exactly. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. There's already a rift forming. Yeah, you know, I feel um, like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of like if we did it this season, it would have been bandwagon, but doing it after he's won two world championships <laughs> is kind of funny. <laughs> yes. It's beyond I am, uh, I'm wearing my Pirelli hat today specifically because we have a world champion. Wow. I wore it in honor of our champion. Yeah, you also wear it every day, I think. <laughs> yeah, I do you wear it most days. days. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but this is my first time wearing it on the pod, and it's, a, it's specifically... The debut. Yes. <laughs> wearing it also, in honor of Max. this is way too hot, so I'm taking it off. <laughs> and Casey, you were going to sing the Dutch national anthem, was that right? In honor of the winner? Uh, yeah. Let me just uh, remember how it goes. You know what? Actually, I've heard it so many times now <laughs> because he's <laughs> won so many times, and I've I've thought about how it's a really like it feels like a deflated national anthem. Like it just yes. kind of sounds like a real droopy kind of song, and it's like it's the it's the da 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 that one, right? Or is yeah. that the Austrian one? Uh, you got they all born together. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. To me, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same anthem because I hear them both <laughs> together constantly. I think I could. I think I could hum almost all of the the Dutch one. I might make a few note mistakes, but I'm getting close to I it. I doubt anyone <laughs> would call you out on it. Do you want to go yeah. ahead? No, it's okay. <laughs> Too right. long, and I have a lot to talk about, and some Great. of it's not even race related. <laughs> Some of Thank it's God, just other things I, that happen. Yeah, I feel like I, 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 this race, I, it just called up a lot of other emotions for me. Yes, I agree. Uh, the race we are talking about that happened this past weekend was the Japanese Grand Prix. 
Um, and you know what? I'm going to play a prediction from before the race, and then we could get right into it. This prediction is from me. Whoa. Here we go. Hey, everybody. It's Casey with my pre-race prediction for the Japanese Grand Prix. My big prediction for the day, the race won't finish. That's right. It's going to end under a red flag because it's too wet in Japan. And because of all the wetness, we're going to have a wacky podium. I think in third place, we're going to have Lewis Hamilton. We're going to see him on the podium this week for sure. In second place, Max Verstappen. He... Will find his way on the podium no matter what, uh, but he will not be winning the championship this week. And in first place, Daniel Ricardo, out of nowhere, oh, yeah. there is go. going to win this race. The man with no seat is going to win it all in Japan today. That's my prediction. Oh, and then, of course, Nicholas Latifi will DNF... Uh, I'll say in the first 10 laps of the race. All right. Back to the show. (laughs) There you have it. A perfect prediction. A perfect prediction. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Uh, You know, there was a moment there that Daniel Ricardo was in second place. And I was like, oh, my God. There was a moment where Schumacher was also in first. first. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, what a time to be alive watching. I stayed up to watch the race 1 a.m. Eastern time started, stopped Mm -hmm. almost immediately. (laughs) I stayed up for a good hour after that. I have to assume the race started maybe like 20 minutes after I turned off my TV, which is annoying. Um, but Boy, oh boy, did I listen to four men decide whether or not Pierre Gasly was in the wrong for a good hour. Well, it started as, what is Pierre angry about? Yes. <laughs> and, then it told, and then it devolved into, oh my God, he almost died. And then whose fault and, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, truly a crazy mid-race vibe going on all around. Mm people playing i i do like when the camera coverage like just goes into the different garages and people are playing like uno like this race there's uh people sleeping like i don't know it's always a good time i mean they should build a track inside right like (laughs) i feel like the rain used to be kind of an interesting element like oh it could throw like a wrench and everything but after having so many wet races this year, it's not fun at all. <laughs> it's there is there is a track in London that Formula E uses that's half inside, half outside, which is wild. That's almost almost good enough. Yeah, they need to build a five mile <laughs> long dome that they could race under. That's what I want. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Saudi Arabia. If it wasn't raining, if it ever rained there, they would do that. I mean, they built like a mm. mountain inside. Yeah. Um, it's, it is just crazy that you just can't race in the rain. I mean, yeah. I think there's like some expectation that you can, but like the reality is you can't. And they have these like rain tires that no one ever uses and unless they're like ordered to. And even then they just replace them as soon as they possibly can. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It was interesting to, to hear some people like, I mean, in, in that kind of like delay uh, of, I don't know how long it was, like an hour almost or something. People were like, it's really, I mean, I, I've got the sense that people were like, they should just get rid of the rain tires because people feel pressure to use inters when they should be using the rain ones but only because they're, and like, because no one, no one, it's such a penalty to use the rain ones. Like you're five seconds yeah. slower or something like mm-hmm. that. So no mm-hmm. one will just ever use them if there's like any chance. Um, and then of course it creates like a super dangerous situation. And yeah. yeah. Also, I weren't all, a lot of the drivers like during interviews being like, we should have, they should have just made us start on the wet tires. Was that what they were saying? Yeah. They were saying that. And they were also saying, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically what they were saying. But then they were like, but there's all this pressure to just like yeah. do inters. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I saw a clip of uh, Max talking about the rain tire specifically and, and how he was like, I I would love to just test out new ones. 20 years ago, they had better uh, rain tires. It's just, they're just so slow. And uh, his thinking seemed to be like, you know, we can race in the rain. We just need different tires and we should develop new tires. It shouldn't be too difficult. Um, but also, like, can they? Because I feel like the other big problem is visibility. Yeah. So, like, are the new tires going to, like, spray water sideways? Yeah, I think, I think Max was thinking specifically about how, For like, him. I'm in first place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's I don't, no I don't really me. need to yeah. think about spray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the cars are so wide and they're like so perfectly engineered to like blast air in like every direction or whatever. So it's just <laughs> like, it seems like there's no way that they're ever going to be able to see anything. <laughs> yeah. As if it's wet at all. Um, anyway. It is, it's wild that they developed these new rules after Spa last year and just couldn't figure it out by the end of the race like they don't know how to put on a fun race (laughs) yeah and then they also don't know how to put on a safe race so which one (laughs) i don't i don't even know like they the fia just sucks so much it's it's kind of crazy this this race made me uh lose all faith that i had in them yeah i get so angry (laughs) i think it's like the everything that's wrong with f1 like was this race Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I Other than, like, yeah, the team that, like, everyone always thought was going to win. I mean, whatever, Max is the best driver and, like, was going to win kind of anyway. But, like, even going into that, I was, like, still really psyched for racing in Japan again. And then it's just, like, the whole thing was awful. Yeah. <laughs> and it kept getting worse and worse. Um, I mean, Marika, were you – you were talking about the points change, right, that they yeah. did last year? Yeah. Well, I mean, also all of the safety stuff around – like the safety car and you know red flagging of rain and the or race in the rain and stuff is like born out of that accident that yeah. happened at Suzuka under the same yeah the circumstances same conditions like perfect same exact yeah exactly the same situation here and they didn't even follow those rules and then no. they blame Pierre for it during the race yeah <laughs> it's like it nuts. was truly it was truly crazy because like all of the commentators or almost all of them are also drivers and it was like johnny herbert who's old as fuck and won like three races being like yeah. like pierre was going too fast there was a tractor but he should not have been going that fast under the safety guard it's like okay well he can't see anything he was 
in last and needed to catch up to yeah. the act yeah. of the pack. Isn't like, the whole point also of the safety a car of, to like get all the cars yeah, together? Like, and also like a bunch of drivers passed the tractor while it was on track. Like Dan- there's video footage of Daniel passing it. Granted, he was not talking about it at all. Seb passed and was like, what the fuck? There's a tractor on the track. Like it was insane. truly crazy. I also like have seen the jewels crash and it's terrifying. It's, and it's literally like <laughs> it's so similar to what happened. Yeah, yeah I mean, the I'll conditions say, weren't I'll, even I, as bad yeah. in that crash. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll say just because, you know, this is uh, an F1 podcast for <laughs> casual fans they might not know, because uh, I certainly didn't know until they started talking about it uh, during, you know, the uh, the rain the delay. hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a crash in 2014 at Suzuka, same conditions, same setup. Uh, it was very deadly. Uh, where a driver, a driver died hitting hitting a tractor. Charles um, Bianchi, Charles's yeah. godfather. Yes. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. And Pierre's like friend. Yeah. Like, Pierre Gasly like knew him well. It's yeah, because French people. Well, they all know, they all know each other over there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like yeah, watching. So sad. Watching, you know, this this rain delay, watching Pierre get getting really mad and uh and none of the like commentators are kinda like really talking about it. And then they start like a half hour later, they start talking about how like, well, people on Twitter keep uh mentioning the that uh, how similar it is to the crash in, yeah. in twenty fourteen and, and they're talking about it like they don't want to talk about it, but the more that like the video <laughs> was being shared of uh, what was happening this weekend, uh, they like were forced to talk about it. And so then I was like, what are they <laughs> even well, talking also about? They, I mean, also they started t- by before it became clear what he had been yelling about. They were talking about the piece of like advertising board that came yeah, off that the wall from Carlos's crash, which was attached to Pierre's car. So like, he couldn't see because that was just in front of his vision for that part. Uh, and then the tractor thing happened like within the same lap. Um, also, Pierre had another really good friend die who was like one of the mm-hmm. last people to die just in Formula 2 at Spa in like bad conditions. Like, <laughs> leave him alone. Yeah. I'm going to become an Alpine fan, actually. I'm going to yeah. start rooting for him next year. <laughs> I kind of feel that. I think <laughs> Me too. I always like I Pierre. Pierre. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially after done, this, honestly, this but race. I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah. yeah. And I liked I like that also like Carlos after he crashed in an interview uh where he was like really upset that there is a tractor on the track. And also at one point like when they were arguing they were talking about how like it could have been a marshal on track like what's the difference and it's like the difference is like people would be communicating like mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is that you didn't the FI didn't communicate or like there was a miscommunication where either someone sent a tractor on when they shouldn't have or they couldn't control the fact that a tractor was going on to the track like that is the problem I think <laughs> it's this, not his fault this past weekend was a total failure from the FIA in in a lot of different ways so, so many things happen. yeah there's uh these issues 
uh, we're talking about right now with the, with the tractor. Uh, the way the race ended was confusing, uh, even to the drivers. I can't even begin. <laughs> That's the worst. I, mean, I can't, can't wait this is... to talk about this. <sighs> yeah, when when should we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's uh, uh, let's go through the grid. Honestly, there's for most of the drivers, there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um. But then for some there's there there is. Uh but uh yeah, let's start from, from the back with uh the guys who wait, I am looking at the Singapore results. <laughs> I was like the guys Whoa, who there's DNF. Some, what, six guys <laughs> DNF. <laughs> Surprising it, was, it, it was just Carlos and Albon, right? Yeah. Uh yes. Uh yeah, the first first DNF was Albon. Uh I did not catch how he I think his engine, engine, engine failure, yeah. engine failure, failure. and then very shortly after that uh Carlos uh hydroplaned into the wall because that the conditions like, were very bad really scary that was a scary crash because it was so fast across like the track so many mm-hmm. like people behind him it's yeah. su- really surprising no one deboned him when he you like know. rolled out a little bit yeah that was really I was like ooh boy that's not good very he, scary. His radio message after his crash. <laughs> yeah, li- uh, <laughs> it's like, wasn't it? Yeah, I crashed. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I crashed. I crashed. I crashed. <laughs> I'm okay though. <laughs> oh. Also, he in my notes, so sad. he did. In my notes, I just have Albon looking sad and wet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who do we have like a count of how many people have DNF'd this season? Like, who has done it the most? I mean. Carlos, maybe just because I pay such close attention, I feel like he's, he's up had there. a couple. Also, four, during four, five races, yeah, there's it's yeah, a he, lot. He caught on fire. I think I think this is maybe his fourth. I don't think it's five because um, both of the Ferraris died in the first couple races, right? There were like a bunch of Ferrari engine problems. Yeah. I, yes. Um. But also, so Max was also also having Red issues. Problems. Yeah. Um. I will say I got really annoyed during the like hour break because uh, Karun Shandog at one point was like, we've seen Carlos be unlucky lots of times. And I was like, yeah, bitch, we have. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it's a theme. It's basically the theme of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was there was a really nice shot after he crashed and was getting out of his car. Uh, like uh, you see him. The camera's pretty far away, and you see him get, get, getting out of a, his car very slowly, and like felt very like Charlie Brown, sort of like just <laughs> mm-hmm. very melancholy. Carlos, Carlos Brown. yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I at the end of the day, he's still he's five points off from Mister Consistency, and I all I need to see is Carlos beat George Russell this year, yeah, and then I'll. I can I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, uh, the last thing I have to say about Carlos is uh, during his post race interview, uh, I assume he was turning to hear the interviewer and like turning his head like that, but it looked like he was watching the video screen behind him, which was showing during a yes. rain delay people on this crazy roller coaster. I saw that. It was like a four person <laughs> so roller coaster. Funny. <laughs> 
He kept yeah, looking around at a tractor. <laughs> it was so wild. I was like, oh, they're running it because, you know, rain, no one's on it. People were on it like, woo. Yeah, like, it looked like one of those like kitty coasters for like a state fair, except much faster and with full size adults on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it was God. Truly incredible. So I tr- I do hope that he was turning around to watch it. I screen capped it and tweeted it because it made me laugh really hard. And I <laughs> thought about it all day yesterday. Uh, the first driver to finish the race was Pierre Gasly. Um, what a guy. Yeah, what a guy. You know, there was uh, a moment also, you know, we've been we've been talking about how his race went. But there was also a moment in qualifying where uh, he was, he was really mad, mad about <laughs> the car. He felt like he the, the brakes were really not. Well, it was also like they let yuki out sooner or something like there was an issue with the order that they let them out and it did not benefit pierre but benefited yuki and he was like why would you do that yeah so he's really yeah upset. And the, the, yeah this was all a day after he announced uh he was going to alpine yeah well which i have i have not a lot to say but i have some things to say about that uh what number like the night before the announcement he was just on out on Twitter, out on the streets, liking tweets willy-nilly about his move, <laughs> which is really classic. Pierre, he like literally his merch line is like shirts that say liked by Pierre Gasly, because he's just known for like liking a ton of stuff without even really reading it. Um <laughs> also then like Ocon posted uh a like sappy tweet um about you know them knowing each other since they yeah. were children and raising together and like let's make our team and country proud and i was like okay <laughs> also I was wearing the tightest pants i've ever seen yeah, in my yeah. life in photos yeah just making choices um also there's a really good tweet uh from an account and nicole f1 that was like okay but in honor of esteban and pierre becoming teammates let's throw back to when they posted the same picture but cropped each other out and it's like <laughs> both of them at cans in like a lineup of people and it's truly like, half awesome. of, like both halves of the photos it's so good it's gonna uh, be good yeah i'm really yeah. really excited for the petty drama i'm yeah. really here for it um yeah Otherwise, you know, I'm I'm more pro Pierre than I am Ocon. Ocon's just kind of like there. Who cares like about fun. Ocon? But yeah, Pierre's great. <laughs> Pierre's fiery. Pierre almost died. Love it yeah. now. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really hadn't had an opinion on Ocon until until today. I thought he was my yeah. favorite driver in the race. Uh, but we'll talk about him when we get to him. Up next, we have Mick Schumacher. Uh, you know, his highlight was he was in the lead briefly. <laughs> <laughs> An iconic yep. moment. Um, during qualifying, or no, during FP1, he had a bad crash. And over the radio was like, I aquaplane like, really bad. Sorry, guys. And then Gunther Steiner was like, no, that was fully driver air. <laughs> 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 it's so insane wow. <laughs> like 
See, that's it's why more, I like I like Haas so much because I'm I'm such a Gunther fan. That guy's that guy's he's the best. crazy. Yeah, um, I it hope. is kind of weird that he still. I think he's funny, and I like Gunther too. But it's weird that he still has a job. Like, how <laughs> yeah. can you be the principal of the worst team year after year after year and yeah. still run it? It's it seems crazy. I feel like the Netflix show really saved his job. Yeah, I probably. It, yeah. I, I, I think one of the first seasons of the show, he kind of mentions that he convinced Haas or whatever to come, the guy Haas, to come yeah. in and like set up the team. So I, I think he must have some kind of controlling interest, I some see. level of security. Um, I don't know. That's my theory. Who knows? That makes sense. <laughs> He's he's got a kind of like a, a stroll seat, if you will. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about Mick is that most people think his seat at Haas is going to go to Nico Hulkenberg, mm-hmm. making a comeback to the sport, um, which would be fun. The now currently the person in last place in the standings, finally this year. Um, that's right. <laughs> Latifi skyrocketed to twentieth after the Grand Prix this weekend. But I don't know. I I don't want Mick to leave the sport. I think it would be fun if he didn't get his seat. If he didn't stay in his seat, he yeah. would yeah. be a fun Williams he, driver. Right. That way, he could still stay at the back of the grid. Yeah. He would be in familiar territory. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know that uh daniel ricardo has talked about like the reality is i doesn't look like i have a seat uh but there are there's an open williams seat there's an open haas seat uh you think he's just too proud to drive for haas because i think that'd be really fun to see yeah probably (laughs) i think also a lot of people are like he should take a year and be happy like come back happier and (laughs) happier with like where he would be placed i guess yeah um i I, yeah i just can't imagine where is a better i mean i don't know if those those are the only two seats available and and if i'm an f1 driver and there's only two seats left and the other option is not drive an f1 car i would be like okay Williams, okay, Haas, like either of them. Yeah. And but like long like, view, it's like it must be it's gonna be hard for him to have the season that he just did, then not drive for a year, and then come back. Like it's so competitive. Yeah. I would I would think that he'd have a better chance like doing well in a Williams or a Haas next year than he than him just taking a year off. Possibly. Yes, but I mean, they're like pretty far back at the pack at this point. Yeah. I mean, it would just be kind of another downgrade. But I, yeah, I guess it's like after this season, like, do you, is there anyone who's like really underperforming on any of the like top tier teams that really right. seems like they're would go to Danny? Yeah. I don't know. Not really. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Who's to so say? Sad. It is sad. Uh, I like I like the guy. I want to see him keep driving. Uh, but and I'd love to see him drive for Haas. That'd be awesome. But I, I don't think, think it'll be, I think he would out of both teams. Like he'd probably be a better fit for that one. 
I, I, him and Gunther. Uh, look, I'm just <laughs> thinking. I'm just <laughs> thinking about the, about tattoo. Drive to Survive. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. that'll make good TV. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Which we uh, should be thinking about more. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I I, I saw today uh, on on Twitter uh, trending was fixed with the. I being a, a one, uh, and a lot of people complaining about about F one and how the sport has like, uh, well, it's not a sport anymore. It's uh, it's entertainment, like the 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 Netflix I, I show. I disagree that it's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I think they claim that's what they're trying to yeah. accomplish. Right. The, for those folks who say it's just entertainment, did you watch the Grand Prix this weekend? <laughs> did you watch the Japanese Grand Prix? I thought they awarded, you know, they fucking crowned the champion after the after the race. <laughs> there wasn't even like a fun. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's crazy. Races so finishing thoughts. under safety cars. Uh, people like, you know. Places being changed after the fact. Yeah. Um, the broadcast itself you know, the, was the, the, terrible. And, yeah. and I'll talk more about that when we, when we get to why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's keep mo- moving down the grid. <laughs> oh, you won the championship. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, nice race. Oh, you won. You're, yeah, you're the champion of the world. Are nice. you sure? Are you sure? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, <laughs> next on the grid in 16th, Zhou Guan Yu. Uh, his highlight, he had the fastest lap. Yeah, oh, that's I did right. love that for him. Yeah. Congrats. Um, <laughs> also, he did one, also, he did one of those, uh, like quick spins at the beginning of the yes. race because he spun love out. That. In my Loved notes. it. <laughs> at 1am, I wrote, Zhou with the quick spin, Slay King. <laughs> uh yeah you know uh i love that for him fastest lap in a rookie year uh oh yeah you know and then good for him good for him slay king uh in 15th valtteri batas i don't know what valtteri batas was doing during the race however I have some information about Valtteri Bottas uh, by way of the driver profile box that popped up during the rain delay for him. (laughs) Is this under the hero heading? (laughs) Did you know that his favorite music is rock? Also, (laughs) he has a pet reindeer named Rosa. Oh. And fun fact, he holds the military rank of corporal. That's awesome. I, I read that Botas at 2 a.m. So and was like, I, I don't know if these are true or not. <laughs> I think it's he's so funny he made up. They have all this stuff for the, I guess, if there's a rain delay because they never show it during normal races. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, what are they, they showing did. these terrible, <laughs> stupid so facts? Amazing that he likes rock. I yeah, didn't have him pegged <laughs> like that. That's like such... I would guess the reindeer thing, I <laughs> yeah. absolutely would, and the corporal thing—that's kind of <laughs> obvious. But rock, yeah, yeah. Wow. I can't imagine anybody if if I asked anyone, "What's your favorite kind of music?" and all they said was, "Uh, I like rock." 
Like, yeah. The next, the next question is like, you've never heard music before, have you? Uh, all right, Valtteri. Congrats on 15th. 14th, Kevin Magnuson. Um, I also don't know what he was doing. Uh, I have one funny thing about Kevin Magnuson, which was Haas like did not have a tent, like a pop up tent when they came <laughs> yeah. into the they came into the pit lane. So it's like they red flagged the race. Everyone was immediately out with their tent, and Haas just like didn't have one. So it was just sitting there in his car, just getting like downpoured on for like ten minutes. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. Anyway, that's a very Haas thing. Yeah, that's why they're the best. Uh, team on the grid <laughs> yeah uh in 13th yuki sonoda home race Dookie poo no duh <laughs> no um i have i have one one fact or i have a few things about yuki um one his his fact sheet also popped up during the the rain delay uh, and it was kind of like boring facts, except the last one said that his idol was Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Just like, I saw that. Ron yes. Sport, bud. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? I can actually respect that as someone who loves football. <laughs> um, and then also, I guess this is kind of a George comment, but at one point, George uh, overtook Yuki <laughs> He was like, that was a nice move. Like, literally, yeah. George said it was a good move. <laughs> and Crofty was like, that if was... you say so yourself. <laughs> we will get to George. God, I love that. I love that so much. I That's so anyway, done yeah. with George Russell. Oh. <laughs> that, you know, I, I, it was very much like how a toddler uh, reacts when they, when they do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they're just like mm, that was Yay, pretty good. The thing good. I just did. Twelfth <laughs> uh, on the grid, Lance Stroll. Stroll, All right. Stroll. Lance Stroll had an amazing start. Um, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that start. was crazy. He and that, that was on like was that on the spots. restart? No, I think it was on the first. I think it was on the initial start because the the restart was a rolling start, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and he just like went over to the right, and I don't know. It was weird because in his like in his car cam, it looked like very dry, but I think mm -hmm. it was actually super wet. I don't know. I don't know what was going on, but he took he picked a lane that like no one was in, and I think yeah. he picked up like five or six spots initially. I don't know where he ended up and faded wow. or whatever, but um, it was cool. It that was, was like cool. a pro move. Um, there was also <laughs> <laughs> there was also I don't know if the quote was about that or I think he had another moment where he was like doing a lot of like gingerly maneuvers along like some really wet patches. Um, <laughs> Crofty said, uh, and I quote, "Delicate toes." Delicate feet for Lance Stroll. <laughs> He's an ice skater. <laughs> the man is an artist. Um, yeah, truly incredible. Uh, also, the F1 Twitter did him really dirty. I think I sent a photo in the group chat, but they posted a photo of him looking in, like looking like he was about to cry <laughs> during the rain delay. I don't man. think he was, but 
boy, oh boy, not a good look. Yeah, it right. wasn't tears. It was it was just the rain. Yeah. Eleventh <laughs> uh, place, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> We're all just uh, team, quietly shaking our heads. <laughs> uh, Daniel Ricardo coming out with an Austin rodeo themed merch line. So get excited! Whoa, of I might course. pick that shit up when I'm at the Austin Grand Prix in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Are you mm-hmm. doing the full three days? Uh, no, because I have a show in Vancouver on Friday. So mm-hmm. I'm flying from Vancouver uh, on Saturday morning, landing Very in Austin, fun. going directly to Quali. Yeah, wow. that's how you got to do it. That's literally what I did in Canada. I like, got off a plane, went to my Airbnb and was like, all right, let's go to free practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jill, these, the tickets were a birthday present from Jill. And she was like, yeah, like we just have tickets to the race. I figured like we don't need uh, like the two or three day tickets. And I was like, oh, oh, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) She did frantically find me after the NADPOD show because I didn't talk to her uh, after. And she was like, you you have to tell me what we need to do. (laughs) I was like, "Okay." (laughs) God, I love it. Yeah, you're going to you're going to have to report back on. uh all the all live the... prediction right before the yes. start yes. in the crowd. Okay. But right now, my prediction is that Lance Stroll is going to cuck me because I'm going to try to set him up with uh, my wife. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta ask Carlos if he's seen your DMs. Also, oh, yeah. all right, yeah, I'd actually, I'd actually love to yeah, get cucked by Carlos. Signing. <laughs> <laughs> Which Formula One driver will make a cuck of her? This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's That's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast... Vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V R 
O O M five zero at factormeals.com slash vroom fifty to get fifty percent off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tenth on the grid, first from the points. Lando Norris. I feel like he wasn't doing much. I liked his car, though. It had a lot of colors on it. I don't know if that was specific <laughs> to this race. I don't know. There was like a lot of rainbow colors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they. That's uh, cool. McLaren got a new paint job last uh, last week in Singapore, uh, and I like it. I think those yeah, are delivery. Yeah. I like yeah. it a lot better. Slick also, looking cars. The Haas helmets were super great. This yeah, week. love those. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like Danny is always depressed about how he finishes now, but he's particularly depressed when he's, like, directly behind Lando. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Lando's like, yay, team. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Danny Rick, they're like, P11, Danny. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And doesn't lift his yeah, helmet up or his, his visor yeah. or anything. Like, he says it's nothing. crazy. It's okay. wild. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Exactly. Thanks, guys. I'll try um, Although I will say the crazy thing, I don't, it's got to be a PR stunt, but the sheer amount of like Daniel and Lando are friends now content that <laughs> yeah. is coming out on mm. social media is wild. Um, I also recently followed Lando's um, photography account <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> really? How many followers does it have? I bet you get some action on that actually. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe I should follow that DM Lando. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's called Lando.jpg or something. I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> 251,000 followers. Oh, that's a lot. Um, but a ton of photos of, and honestly, he takes good photos of people. There are some great photos of Daniel. Uh, wow. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. It's not a, bad. It's a funny, it's a funny vibe for them. And I'm here for it, even if it's fake. <laughs> even though the whole concept of this is that these are the photos that i am taking <laughs> yeah yeah it's try guy-esque i like he there's i'm looking at this post from two days ago it says day 12 long exposure be my fave and it's like this like yeah, photography really student <laughs> sort of <exposures>. like jeez <laughs> He's like, really? he's like a 22 account. years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's First cool. But it looks like, that looks like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respect his hobby. He's also good at racing cars, so it's cool. You have two yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like it. I like Lando. Yeah. Go for it's him. A good, it's a good fit for him. I like his photography better than his racing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ninth place. If you can believe it, Nicholas Latifi. Hey. Latifi in the points with a really lackluster uh, response to finally getting points after he, what is he this moved up race his on his way out because he's done. <laughs> he was nineteenth to start the race, ended in ninth. It's crazy for him. Yeah, 
best race for him ever, obviously. Yeah. And also, yeah, now he is in 20th place out of the field of 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tied uh, tied with uh, 2023 driver Nick DeVries. Um, his nemesis, kind of. <laughs> kind of his nemesis. Uh, truly, yeah, He his driver was like, you did it. You did it, Nicky. <laughs> you have two points. You finished ninth. And he said, wow, okay. <laughs> like, bitch, celebrate. Well, he, based on how good he thought he drove, he was like, he thought he won. He was really surprised. A, I don't know. It must, I think it was during qualifying. It, I might have been during a race. I don't know. But there was a video of him like from the car cam where he just like, it looks like he literally turns a corner into a an escape road and he's like i don't know what happened (laughs) it really looks like he did it like he's just driving along and was like all right turning now yeah i I love this the uh jake's idea of him thinking that he that he won the race like he passes 10 cars and he to himself is like i had to have passed 20 cars (laughs) wait there's 10 more cars ahead of the 10 that i'm usually behind Why? How many damn cars are there? <laughs> I'm always so in the wild. back. I can't tell how many are up front. <laughs> well, he might even think that he's usually in the middle since all the, the lapped cars are <laughs> usually getting lapped also. Yeah. <laughs> Another car goes by. Oh, there must be 40 cars driving today. <laughs> <laughs> he's just on the highway. <laughs> he turned down the escape road and never came back. <laughs> Uh, congrats, Nick, on the race of your career. I'm assuming <laughs> probably yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eighth place, George Russell. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> go off, go yeah, off, go pile. Off. Well, I don't, it's there's not like too specific. Except I just think he's the least likable person now <laughs> on the grid. I mean, there are boring drivers, and there are like kind of. Not good drivers. And then there's like George Russell, who is like pretty good, but I think just so freaking obnoxious. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the like, yeah, complimenting himself when he passes somebody is like. <laughs> also, he's the kind like, of that, guy that, that like. Was he, lo- <laughs> he looks at himself in the mirror when he's fucking. Like that yeah. is. <laughs> he's like he's very psycho style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I he, <laughs> when they restarted the race and everyone was on on wets and then they switched to enters, he got yeah. on the radio and screamed that this was the worst decision, the worst decision they've decision ever could have made. Yeah, <laughs> it was like because of just how chaotic that pit lane was. I think like <laughs> as he was parking, he was like, "This is the worst decision we've ever made." <laughs> it's such a funny thing to complain about. It's like. The car's yeah. undrivable anyway, and like you're switching to the better tile tires that like we now know. I guess maybe it's because of whatever last week or when he switched early, right? And was yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's still feeling the sting of that, <laughs> but just to scream that this is the worst decision we've ever made is really a funny thing to yell on the radio. He just has like, like he has a british dialect that makes it sound more annoying like some people like no it's the I way know. he looks <laughs> no, I, I do i do think that when he comes over the radio like compared to like lando or uh hamilton he just sounds like i don't think it's more posh but it's like there's something that grinds yeah, my I, gears yeah. when he comes over the radio <laughs> yeah yeah i don't like it i'm fed up with it 
I just want Carlos to beat him. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I was first getting into F1 and, and, and watching Drive to Survive, uh, I was like, I really like George. I think he's, he seems like a real classy guy. Um, and and he does seem like a real classy guy, but the more I watch him, the more it starts to like really become like kind of clear that he's like the perfect kind of like proper British like he's kind of I a don't twerp. Like, like yeah, like a twerp. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. The Kingsman cosplay really. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what I was going to say. That <laughs> was the turning <laughs> point. That was it. Yeah. That imagery, mm-hmm. I can't shake it. And now nope. it's all I see when it's I see it. stuck him. in my head and all the that's time. That's how he views himself, too. Yeah. I don't, and I don't begrudge him it. I think that him, <laughs> him he, thinking he's a superhero in his head does sometimes <laughs> make him behave uh, <laughs> like a good guy. Uh, but definitely, he has a very elevated sense of self that sometimes shows, uh, shows itself in an ugly way, too. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, complimenting yourself over the radio. Not smooth, George. <laughs> it's like we can hear you, right? Like you do know that. You had to press a button. To yeah, he pressed the button happen. so everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone needs to hear this. That's oh like quite nutty right there. That's just him saying what he wants to I be think- told. He's just saying. <laughs> Nice move, George. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, nice why, move, why am I the only one saying this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happened, I think, um, on Checo's radio. He he truly asked this engineer, like, are you asleep? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was that was one of my favorite uh, moments of the race. Was <laughs> They're just, like, cruising. And then his uh, engineer responded, like, like, uh, like you're in the zone or something, and then yeah. Enzo would reel him in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like, like same guy this who yelled, second, Let's yeah. disappear. Yeah, this is the second <laughs> race in a row where I don't really like his attitude. I don't like his vibe. He's got trying to work on catchphrases like in real time over the radio. <laughs> He's like Christian has them down. Christian has his phrases. I need my own. Mega rice, <sighs> mighty. Mighty laps, mega race. Uh, in seventh place, Fernando Alonso. Uh, and I'll also say in sixth place, Sebastian Vettel, because they were. It was a Battling photo finish the for, for thousandth of yeah. a second or mm-hmm. something crazy. And the thing about that was, I didn't know about it until after the race. I know because yeah. they didn't because show they it on the broadcast. This is another one of those fucking. <laughs> And today on Twitter, the Formula One account tweeted a video of it, and it was a fan in the audience's camera. And all the replies were like, what, you guys couldn't get it on your own cameras? Because it wasn't on the insane. broadcast. It's crazy that they didn't so show this nuts. this insane yeah. head-to-head ending of the race between two world champions. Yeah. It's wild. We'll obviously get to this more, but that whole ending of the race was like so bizarre. Like, I mean, I don't even remember seeing Max cross the finish. I think they showed it. I don't think they showed it. 
They didn't even I, show it, right? I, I, because they were focusing they were on Charles and, and uh, yeah. Checo. Yeah. yeah. They, like, Everybody was asleep. Like, every, they, it, was, it was 4 a.m. Yeah. for whoever was, like, engineering uh, the video stuff, too. The technical it's director. It's all happening yeah. in Bristol, Connecticut. But, They're on well, Eastern time. <laughs> well, part of what I don't understand, and I think, I think the F1 controls the actual feed because – the Sky Sports commentators often comment about how they like the camera cuts away or something. Yeah. And I get the sense that like Sky Sports, which is what ESPN is rebroadcasting yeah. for me, like doesn't have that much control over what's shown. Um, I don't think they do. Yeah. But I, I have, I guess, I don't know. I've noticed that when I watch F1 TV, there tends to be like, at least during, I guess, like, the breaks and stuff there's just like a lot of dead air um footage of garages and stuff uh huh. mm-hmm. not during the race but like during like qualifying or something so i assume that that's when they have commercial breaks on espn and they mm-hmm. are just rebroadcasting the other footage yeah it's weird um, yeah. i mean we kind of talked about this earlier but like how the other weird thing about not to get like weird about f1 in general again but like they f- the commentators like don't like to comment too much about the politics of everything that's going on. But like the part where they were like talking about how they were sh- being shown photos of things based off social media and like it wasn't being shown on TV and they were yeah. kind of like annoyed about it was kind of wild. Like I've never seen Sky Sports actually like call out not that they were directly doing it, but just kind of like criticizing F1 for like not showing something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was very weird. The whole, so the whole race was so broadcast. bizarre. Yeah. yeah. The broadcast was awful. Um, and um, yeah, and then we missed this awesome moment, which was like two awesome dudes. Like, and, you know, it's Vettel's last race. And like, I guess he won here like a bunch. And I don't know. It's really lame. Yeah. He was like, this is my favorite tractor race on. It's better mm-hmm. than all of the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, at the end of the race a lot of drivers didn't know it was the last lap i think like specifically in vettel's case they said i think they like i don't know something happened where on their like second to last or like their this is the last lap light that shows got confused um so he finished but like a lot of people that were crossing the line were like still going and because alonso was right behind him he was just like still going because he was like is this the last lap i don't know also my radio is out i can't hear you uh so (laughs) i guess i guess this is the last lap like (laughs) it was really that's bizarre bizarre (laughs) yeah the the um uh the math of how this race would be decided was uh very confusing uh the the graphics they put on the screen i think could have been better (laughs) they're like showing percentages of one really they should be saying like between this lap and this lap you get this many points between this lap and this lap you get that many points yeah but it just seemed like everybody was confused because even when they were explaining how the points would be scored the the uh, broadcasters were saying like uh we know it's confusing this is how well, it's going to work also didn't understand because they kept explaining the point scoring system 
based on the percentages and we finished under a checkered flag, which means the it doesn't FIA apply confirmed, at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. The percentages didn't apply. So like the entire race, they were like, this is what will happen. Mm. Here's your reminder. Here's a table. Crofty, like before the race, had a fucking wall of spreadsheets. But he was like, I've yeah. done every permutation of what could happen, which I well, really wanted to find uh, again. I haven't found it yet. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's like normally, I mean, Casey, you are a big baseball fan. Normally coming into like a game, there's like a magic number for what it's going to take to clinch. And sometimes yeah. there's a bunch of games going on at once and people are watching the other scores and they're like, oh, yeah, it's a combination of this team winning and this team losing. We mm -hmm. get, you know, the wild card or something. And it's just insane that coming into this race, they hadn't put any thought into seemingly <laughs> like any of the combinations of what could have. I mean, they did mention at the very top they had put in like the like kind of top line number of like, OK, if Max Wynn finishes first, then Latifi finishes third. Like and he gets that was the other thing. Yeah, I think he also had to get fastest lap um, yeah. to win this to win the championship this race. So if the points were these, yeah. scored, if the a, points, yes, I have a, I have a whole breakdown of the numbers. Okay, well maybe we can do that. <laughs> but yeah, they were showing these charts, and then they left out the whole thing about the extra point for the fastest lap, and then there's the whole thing about well, if you're not in the top ten, then it doesn't. It's just like, so <laughs> yeah. what is going on? It, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was terrible, I, and it's wild that it's the entire Sky Sports production team, the commentators. And all of the other people, half of whom were F1 drivers, too. I get that they changed these rules recently, but I don't know. You would think no, someone it, would right. have. It was what like, else are you doing except yeah, learning the rules yeah. uh, so you can call the race? Right? Yeah. That's what you're doing. I, I don't know. I think there was like a crazy situation where... Someone must, someone from the FIA must have like rounded everyone up and been like, guys, this is the situation. And everyone was like, you mean okay, like we after get the it. fact? No, before, because they were like, they came in with like all of these charts and like on screen graphics. So we're like, this is what could happen. But like, no one saw that like fine print of like, if the race doesn't finish or whatever and that was like the right. whole deciding factor and also that rule is stupid like it's the same exact situation yeah the, <laughs> if it doesn't finish versus and is like 28 laps and then they red flag it versus if it's 28 yeah. laps and it finishes under the checkered flag like yeah and they they never <laughs> in explaining how all of this could end up at like how the race would would finish they never once talked about like and if it's a checkered flag it's full points yeah. right so I think everybody they didn't, they didn't know. i don't think they anyone know. knew mm -hmm. like teams didn't know that's There's insane like, yeah it make it's absolutely crazy <laughs> that nobody knew that that the world I champion mean, would be decided in, 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 in what in, this, in some way it's kind of funny just that like it's it's almost like they don't actually need to know how many points anything is worth everyone is just trying so hard to win the race and then it's <laughs> like the the points come are like after the fact yeah you know yeah it's just like uh whose line is it anyway That's the points don't matter <laughs> <laughs> everything right. is made up uh fifth on the grid lewis hamilton uh, All yeah. I really so, remember from the race was him being like, I need more power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, like, give him more power. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I, guys. Why aren't you giving him all the power? 
Yeah. yeah. You could do better if you just they had really more power. really should give him more power. Yeah. Really should have. More power to you. I mean, mm-hmm. this was, I think, as far as, like, broadcast minutes goes, like, I think a third or maybe half of the race was just Hamilton and Ocon, um, which was pretty fun. Like, it was a good, like, showdown, but it was just kind of like, this is There's it. Others. This is what we yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I think when I fell asleep, <laughs> the distance between most of the drivers was was pretty large. Yeah. Like there wasn't a whole lot of racing going on. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll also say in fourth place, Esteban Ocon, uh, because a lot of this race was those was him defending against Lewis Hamilton, and yeah. I was. I was really into that. I was. Yeah, that was. Fun. I became an Ocon fan over the weekend <laughs> wow. while watching him just keep Lewis, keeping him frustrated, not letting him get past him. Uh, some really good driving from from Ocon. That's two frustrating weeks for Lewis. Yes. Yeah. Um, came out with uh, a great merch collaboration <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Takashi Murakami. And I did buy the jacket. Oh, yeah, that was a it. that was a pretty okay. good looking jacket. <laughs> the jacket's awesome. No, it's it's really cool. It's my birthday <laughs> present to myself. Very cool. I was really I was like, if this race doesn't happen, and I just bought a jacket for a race <laughs> that didn't go on, boy oh boy. But it's you know fine. what? I think I think that's pretty. If if it didn't happen, and you had a jacket for a race that didn't happen, it's pretty cool. There was. Um, uh, in 2020, the uh, the in baseball, the All Star Game was supposed to be at Dodger Stadium, and they were selling 2020 All Star Game merch, and it got canceled because of COVID. And I was desperately looking for a 2020 All Star Game hat because I was like, this would be so cool <laughs> to have merch for an event that didn't ever happen (laughs) i mean it's like the loser and the super bowl right they like take all those t-shirts and give them away to charity or something isn't that the joke that they always end up in like like a third world country and people are wearing like the loser for the super bowl and they're like huh yeah i mean i think i've we'll talk about it but i think about that with all of the like all of a sudden max's dad is wearing like merch like who's carrying this around for his <laughs> world championship win? Are they just taking it to every race? How much yeah. is it there? Like, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of weird that the drivers themselves kind of handle their own merch. Like yeah. it's so. It's, it's like no other league is like that. I think <laughs> it's probably. I bet the drivers probably love it because they probably get way yeah. more of the. Uh, you know, they see more money from it yeah. instead of like if F1 sold merch for them. Yeah. But then sometimes, I don't know, it's weird. Like with the Lewis example, Lewis often has a special like merch per race. Like I think Singapore, he had some like fun, really bright colored bucket hats and stuff like that. Uh and they're usually they're also like Mercedes branded, but they're sold through Mercedes. But then mm-hmm. this is like another offshoot. So I feel like some drivers have that like still branded stuff. Yeah. Even I think Daniel and Lando kind of do too with McLaren, maybe. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's but, funny to see the like drivers that you would never, ever buy their merch have 
like Checo put Perez. money. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think even like Latifi and stuff, it's like you see him walk around with like his, you know, jacket on and it's got like the, you know, NL or whatever. And like, you know, it's like the Roger Federer type yeah. like, effect. And you're just like, who convinced you to pay a graphic designer to make a bunch of merch? <laughs> like, this is not going to happen. Like, no one's buying this. Like, no one sees, you know, like NL and is like, oh, oh. Nicholas Latifi. Latifi. Of course. Oh yeah. That's I mean that's wow. for the real I, did, I, I just pulled up some I put I just pulled up Nicholas Latifi merch. Most of it is like joke uh Latifi yeah. merch on Etsy, sadly for him. A lot of also, goat related also stuff. Also we should say that uh Pyle is currently wearing uh merch for Carlos Signs that I made is, that is, is parody a parody of Daniel Ricardo merch that he made for yes. himself. There should, we should find a driver to do a headgum collab with us. I yes. mean, it would end Who up would being be? Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, could get, could... like, I think we could get Piastri. I think we oh. would have got him oh, now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, let's do it. Yeah. All right, who's next? All right, next oh, on the grid. We know who's next. <laughs> <laughs> In third place, Charles Leclerc. <sighs> Man... I was. Yeah, you sent I, us I'm a text. So... You sent a text that was concerning to me personally, <laughs> and I'd like you to explain. Okay, it. so I I said after this race, I'm I'm not on board with Charles as a competitor, and <laughs> and I think it's he's he's been such a bummer the past handful of races. Uh, he's, he's just always looking so down and, and out and (laughs) that's, that's crazy to me because in like any other sport, any other athlete, it's always like you play to the end. You, 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 if, if there are, if there's still a chance, you, you still go for it. And, and he has been going for it, but, but his attitude has been, I'm defeated. And it's been this way for like. A month and he's a sad sack it's, yeah, it's weird to see that like a super hot ferrari driver be so depressed but <laughs> no i okay here's here's my take on the end of the race i i expected him to be sadder during his post-race interview and i don't know maybe we should bundle all of the the podium places together but sure, obviously, yeah. I'll I'll do that right now. In uh, in second place was Sergio Perez, and in first place, Max Verstappen. Of course, <laughs> uh, obviously, Charles fit, crossed the line in second place uh, with Checo behind him. Yeah, um, there was an issue at the end, which. Crofty was like over the broadcast was like Charles can't mess up like neither of them can mess this up immediately (laughs) something goes wrong but then I don't I don't understand that whole series of events because it was like Checo went off slightly or like he turned the corner but was like really on the like the rumble strip yeah to the point where it looked like something went wrong and then charles went wide into 
the gravel or something. Um, and he came back on it, like he was in front when this happened. He came back on in front uh, and Chaco came over the radio was like, wow, that guy pushed me to the side and like came back super dangerous, which like he didn't at all. <laughs> he didn't do either of those things. Like he definitely gained an advantage somehow. Like he cut the corner, but he was Who, already Charles in first. or Chaco? Charles did. Yeah. Um, he was already in front of him. Like, I think, I don't know. I think it's crazy in this sport that you can just give penalties, like place defining penalties to people after a race has ended. That, <laughs> I, that think, like, I noticed was part of why uh, F1 fixed was trending yeah. because people because were saying. Because it also happened so fast. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, they well, it didn't seem like there was good coverage of it either. Just like uh, a bunch <laughs> of the other stuff. Because right. I watched the replay and it was like, all I saw is that uh, Checo got pushed and then Charles went off the track. But you can't, but there's he, not really like a good Did he view. get pushed? Because I, I didn't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know what happened. It looked like he just turned the corner badly and then Charles like locked up or something. But it was like at the end of the race uh, and like... The, I don't it know, the, the kind, way that but it it's was, the kind of thing that they've made like someone give um give a place back or something for yeah. right before yes um, but so, it was like yeah. he was in he was yeah. that place <laughs> like i i it think that really there was a the penalty like the fact that he got a penalty i think is fair i think it's just weird that it wasn't like i think it's weird that in general like f1 can affect this <laughs> end of a race after it happens versus just like doing a penalty for the next race they could have been yeah. like you get a five place grid drop mm -hmm. for the well, next race they're clearly not good at thinking on their feet but so. also but i think the reason that so many people think are, are like tweeting that the race was fixed is because the decision happened so quickly obviously because they were like we can crown max as champion now <laughs> which is like why would you rush that when you could like plan for it better i guess um yeah i i think it was like he gained an advantage because he went off the track because it was his fault because he screwed yeah. up yeah and he would have lost that spot had he would i don't Wait, think never, he would have well i don't think okay. he would have lost the spot like if he or i mean if he had stayed on the track I think he probably, you know, they'd still be really close. I don't think it yeah. was like Checo was in a position to pass him. It, yeah. Like, it was weird. But I think the fact that during the interviews, Johnny Herbert, who is absolute, an absolute <laughs> maniac for doing this, was like... <laughs> the worst interview <laughs> like, ever done I F1. cannot believe... <laughs> that he did this uh, all right can you recount maybe the order of how this goes down yes uh max is the first person to be interviewed all all of the stuff happens like they go around the track and you know christian horner's like and his brand new haircut is like mega Ooh. job max uh great race <laughs> we'll get the championship next time like no one thought that he got the championship yeah uh literally check over the radio was like did max win the championship yet and the his <laughs> engineer was like not yet um so i mean crofty like literally says like 
my microphone is acting up again. He says like, oh, well, he can't win the world title even if this is what I also didn't understand was like they kind of expected that Leclerc would get a penalty. Yeah. And then they didn't really run the numbers to figure out what that would mean. Yeah. Because. But never fear. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Johnny Herbert is doing the interviews. He talks Max first. Pretty basic normal interview i thought you know it's fine uh he talks to uh charles i think he starts to talk to charles yeah he (laughs) he starts to talk to charles and the like during max's interview the thing comes up overhead saying that charles got the five second penalty um and so then he's like, actually, hold on, Max, come back here. And like in the most lackluster way is like your world champion. And <laughs> Max is confused. Everyone's confused. It made absolutely no sense. Um, and then he goes to talk to Charles again, who just got one is completely out of the running for potentially being a champion. He still has like a slight, slight chance. Yeah. Uh, and two just got demoted to third place. And he said, how you feeling? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? It was such like, a even surreal Checo looked sad. And yeah. he was upgraded to second. It made, it was crazy. <laughs> they showed like Kelly PK on the phone just like for way too long. We're just her on the phone. I don't know who she's talking to. I also don't believe they have a real relationship, but I guess that's fine. I don't know. I maybe I respect that more. Uh, it, just the most crazy series of like podium events they go to the cool down room oh my god the cool down <laughs> there's room? a cool down throne room within the cool down the room. throne room <laughs> i That's couldn't believe it it's and like it's if like, you gave me you two knew hours this could happen. to come up with a better like yeah sets i would have done better than that they had that was full graphics for looking. his like world they had a fucking hashtag for his world championship win but they didn't have like a plan <laughs> <laughs> so did, did you guys notice that um, so there's the cool down room and then in the corner was the door to the throne room yeah. and on the door it said for <laughs> for oh world God. champion only <laughs> <laughs> Charles was like peeking in yeah, with, like, Charles a sad little <laughs> smile <laughs> Max sits there and gets his photos taken and he's like I'm lonely also during that <laughs> he I this is this is what made me like I, uh, I'm not actually orange to army, but this made me laugh really hard, and I thought it was really cute of Max. But he, they were like, "Go back there, you're world champion." He's like, "I'm not though. You sure?" Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> people keep telling me differently. <laughs> yeah, that was very awesome. interviewing, and Charles was talking, and like he's like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, huge congratulations to Max, obviously." And then they, like, pan the camera over and Red Bull's, like, freaking out, like, yeah. hugging and stuff. And then they pan back to Charles. He's just, like, so sad and dejected. <laughs> but I, I honestly <laughs> like, thought he would be more sad. the worst celebration sequence ever. Yeah. But I honestly, like, all I, this, I expected him to be more, yeah. like, more visibly sad. I thought, like, his interview was like, you know, well, we're we keep pushing, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. When yeah, they it was, finally it was... made it to the podium after all of this yes. has gone down... 
I couldn't take my eyes off of Charles uh, when they were like spraying champagne. He was the only one I could look at. Yeah, and he's like so sad, just like spraying Max with champagne. Oh, God. I will say he wasn't the only one that I could look at uh, because I have in my notes, yes, Mr. Honda man, drink your champagne. Yeah, I love that man. I love him so great. much. Um, but basically, the point situation. So before the penalty, Max had gotten three hundred sixty-six points. Charles was in second place. He had 255 and Checo had 250. Max needed 112 points uh, difference or more to win. And that difference was 111 points. But because Charles, who had slightly more points than Checo or whatever, got demoted to third, uh, the points went Checo 253, Charles 252, which was 113 and 114 differences. Hmm. It is so, insane. But, it, it's <laughs> but a, also it's people, crazy, but it's also not fixed, obviously, because Max well, was going to beat him eventually. <laughs> right. So it's either here or any of the next four races. I but think the, the confusing part... It completely takes away from these, like, fun. Yeah, yeah, they, definitely, it, yeah exactly. they did it bad. They, they did a bad yeah. job. <laughs> I just don't think it was on purpose. No. I think they're stupid, I think, and I, I think, think they did Yeah, I think, they I think a big part of it is they're, they're pretty bad at their jobs. Yeah. yeah. They're just bad. They're bad. Uh... It was, I think the other problem was that everyone was still confused about the like rain, like lessened laps situation. And so even when Max had, they had said he was world champion, like literally his engineer was at, the, like Adrian Ewing was like looking at numbers being like, are we sure this is correct? Yeah, he was like, like strolling him through the... the yeah. It's like, how do you guys not know your point scoring system <laughs> I know. this He's late like into reading, the season? Reading the PDF of rules, like That's scrolling, so like on the pit wall, like yeah, absolutely nuts. Oh my god. So that's the Japanese Grand Prix. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> uh, we're going to rate the race. The way we rate, rate races is uh, if we like it, we give it a push push. If we don't like it, we give it a box box. I gotta say, <laughs> this race was a box box. <laughs> yeah, box, box, box major box sure. box. Box what box a, box What box, a box. mess. Get him off the track. Total <laughs> shit show. <laughs> I feel really bad for Max. Like, this is what it took for me to feel bad for Max. Yeah, it's it's like, it's weird. Yeah. Everything that went down is weird. <laughs> I don't agree You've, with the with with the way the his last championship went, and yeah. uh, but like this one, I think he you know he's oh, yeah. the rightful he's the rightful yeah. champ, yes. and it's weird that he just has he's had two 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 wins, and both of them were awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he cares because he's kind of awkward too. Yeah, yeah, I I I don't feel too bad for him because there are a few races left, so he's kind of got like. Uh, victory laps <laughs> yeah. left to go. It's it's not wasn't like the last. There's still records that he can set too. I think the the previous record is like uh, twelve or thirteen wins in a season, and he's at tw he's at twelve. He's right, like, Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, so Seb set that record, and oh, Seb and this... Schumacher both have thirteen. No, I think it's twelve. Oh, twelve. Okay, he needs one cool. more win. I think after this one to beat Sick. the record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I should be said about Max really quickly. He had a crazy start. I don't understand the like his first start of the race 
was insane. I don't know how that happened. Like he just went so fast ahead of Charles so suddenly. Yeah, that, that was, was wild. Yeah, also, fixed. the end of the race, he was twenty five <laughs> seconds ahead. How did yeah. that happen? I don't fixed. like. I literally don't understand how. I'll that tell happened. you, it's because Charles has been defeated for a while. He doesn't have yeah. the fire. Or He's is it because neutered, Red folks. Bull is spending more money than they're allowed to? Oh. Drama. Uh, oh, yeah, there's that whole thing, too. That yeah. the, F- the FIA kept delaying the release of this information, telling people it's coming in two days, it's coming in two days, and today is now Monday after the race, after, after the like World two weeks or whatever, after the World Championship. I, this is this is why I trust the FIA. I do. I don't think it was fixed, but I do think they're being a little shifty. They keep changing the release dates for press releases because it's going to influence like whatever. It would yeah. whatever. Hottie of the week. <laughs> hottie of the week. Hmm. My hottie it's of gotta the week. It's got to be Max. It's got to be the champ. <laughs> it's specifically Max in on his throne yeah. with uh, the Wayfarer. <laughs> red sh- sh- seat and, yes. and the <laughs> and the rug the white fur rug on top of it that they just like stole from some other accommodation and this, they like, went this to the ikea on the way yeah. to the track they were like oh shit we gotta buy something for that back so row. insane and then um, the, the room was only used for for one minute and, yeah. it, and, for and he didn't want to be in there no he didn't he really didn't um actually though my hottie of the week, I have two hotties of the week. My first hottie of the week, Nick DeVries for getting a C for 2023. So proud of him. Mm. Um, he was most likely going to be driving the World Endurance Championship for the Toyota Gazoo team and uh, obviously got this F1 seat and the team boss for Toyota Gazoo <laughs> like uh, put in his Instagram stories. Uh, a photo of his like racing kit and he was like should i sell these (laughs) really great um my second hottie of the week it goes out to the one black man on the red bull uh mechanics wall who i just look for every race because he's got dreads looked him up he's the only man i trust uh where does it put it callum nicholas he's great Proud of him. Right. Proud of all he's accomplished. Uh, so that's the our hotties of the week. Uh, little bitch of the day. I'm gonna go with Johnny Herbert. <laughs> I'm tired of him. He really pissed me off during the wee hours of the night. I was like, yeah. Paul Duresta was holding it down, and I was like, what have you done, Johnny? You're an old man. Use Jonathan. <laughs> Whoever, I mean, whoever put the tractor out there for me. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say the tractor driver. <laughs> yeah. I think that's shooting the messenger. Yeah, that guy was ready to go. He wanted to, he just wanted to be out there in the, tra- in the tractor. I'll go George Russell for reasons previously discussed. <laughs> yes. I think that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to say the FIA. <laughs> oh. They're the little bitches oh, of the week. Oh, got him. Um, that's the Singapore, not the Singapore, <laughs> that's the <laughs> Japanese Grand Prix. <laughs> uh, I'll go through uh, the standings very quickly. Max Verstappen is is the champion. 
You know, he's got enough points. Uh, yep. But there is a battle for second place between Sergio Perez, who has 253 points, and Charles Leclerc, who has 252 points. Uh, and then still, I guess, technically in contention for for third place uh, is George Russell with 207 points. Uh, you know, it's kind of starting to get out of reach, but and unfortunately, I believe Carlos Sainz was knocked out of a podium spot by not finishing. He has 202 points. Uh, In the Constructors' Championship, Red Bull has 619 points. Ferrari has 454 points. Mercedes has 387 points. Uh, And then for the battle for fourth place, there's... Uh, Alpine with 143 and McLaren for uh, with 130. That's where Jake, we're at. Are you ready to celebrate the Red Bull Constructor Championship at Austin? <laughs> it's gonna um, happen. You oh. better believe, because as everybody knows, I recently became a Max Verstappen right. fan. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> we're gonna see you on the broadcast, decked out fully in orange. With two an orange flares. smoke bomb. <laughs> an orange cowboy hat. Getting tackled by a security guard. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? <laughs> uh, yeah, coming up next is uh, the, what do they, do they call it the American Grand Prix? I believe for, they think Austin. Austin. I don't think Austin they call GP. it the Austin Grand Prix, though. I think they call it the American Grand Prix. It is Racetrack of the Americas. I think it's the Austin GP. Well, now that we have three races. Yeah. So that is, that's the next race. <laughs> Who knows what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen? Oh, it's the United States Grand Prix. The United States Grand Confirmed. Prix in Austin, where Jake will be in attendance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for you. Thank you guys. Um, yeah, start. Uh, let's start the draft for who's going to cuck me. I think, think that'll be pretty fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as promised last week, this week, we've got some plugs. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Casey Donahue. Uh, anything you need to know from me, you'll find there. What about your letterboxed? Uh, and Letterbox at Casey Donahue. I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> I feel like it's weird <laughs> plucking that on a on an F1 podcast. But look, I watch F1 and I watch movies, and that's about all I watch. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Marie Galon. Also, should we start a pit wall Instagram that's just like memes? I'm thinking about it. Probably. Like that idea. Yeah. Pit wall pod could do. Yeah. Pit Stay pod. tuned. I am I uh, am sitting on Letterboxd. I am at Jake Hurwitz. Uh thinking about creating an account and watching a film <laughs> this evening. <laughs> oh, it, so you're plugging an account that currently doesn't exist? <laughs> it might. Somebody, somebody else might have parked it. <laughs> uh, I don't have any plugs. I don't have anything going on. <laughs> Plug my Letterboxd. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say I, I'm sitting on a, a, a pit wall pod um, TikTok account. 
that's oh, just, yeah. it's just sitting there. I'm like, oh, good, 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 we good. have it. You Smart. can follow that's that. Awesome. Maybe we'll post stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of the pit wall pod, uh, if you're listening to this, you could watch it on YouTube, uh, on right. the HeadGum channel. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, any other call to action? <laughs> or is that, is that uh, like good? and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and rate subscribe. us five stars. Yeah. On Spotify and Apple. On Spotify and Comment Apple. on Carlos Sainz's Instagram and ask him <laughs> if he's opened any of my DMs. <laughs> or yes. open to relationships. Yeah. <laughs> open to open relationships. Uh, that's so good. that's that's it for for this week. We'll see you in Austin. Vroom vroom to all and to all a beep beep <laughs> beep beep. That was a Hidgum original.